We thank God for such a wonderful time. We thank God for His blessings. We thank Him for this episode. And today, what we want to discuss, or today's episode is entitled, Fortifying the Hedges Through the Blood of Jesus Christ. Fortifying the Hedges Through the Blood of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I bless your name, Spirit of God. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your protection. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your guidance. I know it's not by my mind. It is not by my power. Jesus is all about you. I pray, Father, hide me behind the cross. Holy Spirit, use my spirit to bear witness and bless your people in the name of Jesus. I pray that anyone under the sound of my voice, by the end of this message, anyone under frustration, depression, anyone under deception, walking in darkness, Father, let that person get closer to you. In Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. As I said, today's uh, message or the episode that I want us to discuss is entitled Fortifying the Hedges Through the Blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. One thing that you should understand that life is very spiritual and as life is very spiritual, everything that you see here uh, has a limitation. Amen. It's only God who is limitless and without, without God, no one can move to the realm of limitless amen but everything that is in this natural realm has a limitation and the limitation is not to bring about slowness or slavery but the, the the process or the boundary which something can go beyond amen so our key scripture will be taken from the book of job Job chapter, I believe that as you are listening to us, you have along your Bible, your book, and your pen. And you are writing down something to the glory of God. Job chapter 1, verse number 1. The Bible said, there was a man in the land of Luz, whose name was Job. And that man was perfect and upright, and one that feared God and eschewed evil. There was, sorry, there were born to him seven sons and three daughters. His substance also were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 5,000 yokes of oxen, and 500 sheep, as he said. A very great household. So that this man was the greatest of all the men of the East. Hallelujah. Praise God. Glory to God. And his sons went and feasted in their houses, everyone his day, and sent and called for their three sisters to eat and to drink with them and it was so when the days of their feasting were gone about that job sent and sanctified them and rose up early in the morning and offered burnt offering according to the number of them all for job said it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed god in their hearts thus did job continually amen now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where come you? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the, in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, 
that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that fears God and eschews evil. Verse 9, Then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Verse 10, Have you not made a hedge? Say a hedge. If you are listening to me, say a hedge. Have you not made a, an hedge about him and about his house and ab about all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says that verse 11, but, but put forth your hand now. And touch all that he has, and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only on himself put not forth your hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Amen. You see, when you read about this scripture very well, you understand that the reason why Job's possession as the Bible said that he was the greatest man, the reason why Job's blessing, Job's, Job, Job, his house was secured, his uh, his uh, properties or assets were secured, his children were happy, is because Satan make us understood that there was a hedge. Amen. So he said that, have you not made an hedge about him? So which means that there was a hedge around Job. About his family, there was a hedge in his house. And a hedge about everything that comes. So which means that in this life, for you to do well, or for you to see something going on well, is because the thing is under a, an unseen hedge. It's under a protection of an unseen hedge. Amen. So when you check the Bible, when God replaced Adam, sorry, when God replaced Lucifer, which became Satan, you understand that the first person to be in Eden, as the Bible say, Eden, in Ezekiel chapter 20, 28, verse number 19, when you read verse 12 to 19, you understand that the first person who was meant to be in Eden, which is pleasure, uh, the Eden of God, was Lucifer, which is the, the brightness, the sun of the morning. He was the one who was moving to and fro the, the streets, the, the presence of God. But the Bible says that pride was found inside him because he wanted to exalt his throne above God. That is Isaiah chapter 14, verse number 12 to 19. And the Bible says he was cast away. So when God removed the devil from that good and best position in life, or the, the, the position that he, was, he used to be, the Bible said that God created another creature in his own image in Genesis chapter 1, verse number 28. And he placed him in the garden. You see, this time God didn't place his creation, like uh, the creation that he created in his likeness and, and his image, just not in the garden, but he what? He put him in, 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 in the what? Eden, garden of Eden. So when you check the difference, you will get to understand that Satan was in Eden, but Adam was in the Garden of Eden. And that word garden means fence. It means a hedge that could prevent him moving away from the presence of God. 
because God wanted him to remain in the status of pleasure whereby God will abide with him and talk with him, have fellowship with him. Amen. But the thing that break this garden, this hedge, where God said that he, he put Adam in the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it, is sin and rebellion. Amen. When man sinned, he broke away the hedge. So when you check this scripture, you see from Genesis to Revelation, it's talking about Jesus. And from Genesis to Malachi is the scriptures. And that is what we call the Old Testament. And the Old Testament is full of sounds and types. which talks about the whole story is about what Jesus is about to do. So what Job did in order to to continue prolong the hedge of god because job understood that the enemy between god and and his creation or the enemy working behind the the downfall of the creation of god and always tarnishing the image of god is the devil amen so that's the reason why alongside all his possession of all the things that was going on well alongside his uprightness and everything the bible said he went and offered burnt offering because least his children some way or how as what made mistake and have cursed god with me that job understood that every creation of god since the fall of man is a, a, some way limited and full of mistakes is full of like there's no uh, there, there, there's something there's full of complacency there's full of incomplete attitude amen incomplete nature mistakes with man amen so when you check this scripture very well what job was doing in the natural as he was offering burnt offering to, to to fight against maybe the sins that his children have been doing so the bible said when you check it the bible said that he he do it does did job continually this is a, a king james version he said does did job continually which means that every time job will rise up in the morning and sanctify himself and his family and the devil make us understood that what Job was doing was spiritually, it was something that was always proving hedge, like the protection of God. So when you say hedge, in the natural, hedges are barriers or fences placed around grapes, vineyard, depending on the design to keep away insects. Bugs, rodents, thieves, or bears. So these are the enemies of the vineyard. Anytime there is a vineyard, these are the enemies of vineyard. Anytime there is a goose seed, these are the enemies of this goose. That's why you always see that any vineyard that is planted by a farmer, he tries to bring in a hedge. Amen. Amen. So spiritually, a hedge is God's wall of protection. Promise for everyone or anyone who believe, walk and trust him.
Amen. So when a person believes, walk with God and trust God, the Bible makes us understand that there is a hedge. Because God knows that for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers and dark darkness he knew that these people betrayed him and he sat dead that's why he said a war into the world when the bible said that they overcome him by the blood of land and by the word of their testimonies and uh, the, the angels of god were saying that the, the salvation has now come to heaven and he said war to the earth because that dragon has been cast away to make war amen and Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But the Bible said, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And one thing you should understand is that it was not God who touched Job to experience calamity. But rather, God, God, God was testing him by removing the hedge. Amen. But the one who, 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 who made Job fail, who, who made Job from, fell from, Hundreds to zero, and even touch as you read, even chapter two, touch the body to, to be full of boils was Satan. Because the Bible makers understand that he was walking to and fro. He wanted to attack Job, but he couldn't attack Job. Why? Because spiritually there was a hedge. There was a hedge that he couldn't attack Job himself. That's why he said that you have made an hedge around him number one you have made a hedge around his house you have made a hedge about all that he has on every side so which means that there was hedges in such a way that the devil could not touch him amen, amen. hallelujah amen. and what job was doing continually was a prophetic sound of how God is about to, to bring in the greatest voice or the greatest realm of fortification in the life of humanity. That is through the Son, Jesus Christ. That's why I said that today our message is fortifying the hedges through the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So we have different kinds of hedges. Even just the, the, the book of Job has made us understand that we have a hedge that moves around a person. We have a hedge that covers a family. We have a hedge that covers a business. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So when we read the same Job, chapter 3, verse number 23, the Bible says something. It said that, Where is, Why is light given to a man whose way is hide, and whom God has Head in. So in other words, whom the walls, the God's walls of protection, the mighty hand of God is with. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's also read another scripture. I want you to understand that life is very spiritual. And life is full of hedges. Amen. Because uh, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's why when, when God, when when, when Paul was writing to the, the Ephesians, the Ephesians church. He said that they should be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. To be strong in the Lord is to accept Jesus. That is to, 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 to be fully drawn in the blood. To have the evidence of the blood of Jesus. And the power of his might is anytime, you see, anytime the blood of Christ moves, the spirit of God moves. Amen. So to be strong in the Lord means to be to abide in the blood. 
to believe that the blood of Jesus came to die on the cross for humanity. And it is the greatest fortification of hedges that God gives to people. Amen. Amen. And he said that in the power of his might, that is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So when we read Psalm 89, verse number 40, Psalm 89, verse number 40, the Bible says something there. He said that, you have broken down all his hedges and you have brought his strongholds to reign. So which means that when a hedge is broken, there is, there is always a reigning. Amen. So the reason why Job came from hero to zero is because when the enemy accused him before God, that is the accuser of the brethren. When the enemy accused him before God, he said that you take these hedges from him. And when the Lord took the hedge from Job, even God's mindset was to test, to prove his faithfulness with Job. And you saw that immediately the devil was moving to and fro. He saw everything. He saw the blessings, the family, the, the happiness of Job. He saw that he was the greatest man in the land. Of east but he couldn't touch him but when he came and he explained that even as job was doing this bent offerings it is provoking the hedges the it is fortifying the mighty hand of God upon him so the Bible said that you have broken down all his hedges and you have brought his strongholds to reign so which means that when a hedge is broken when a particular hedge is broken, there is always the strongholds, the things that makes you strong, the things that makes you great, comes to reign. Amen. Amen. And today, I believe that by the end of this message, any hedge will be fortified Amen. by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So when we read the same thing in Isaiah chapter 5, Isaiah chapter 5, verse number 1, the Bible said that, now will I sing to my well-beloved a song of my beloved touching his vineyard. My well-beloved has a vineyard in a very fruitful hill. And he fenced it. So which means that anytime there is a fruitful hill, you see, God wanted, God said that be fruitful and multiply. And he put him in the garden. You see, Eden. In a fence. So he said that he fenced it and gathered out the stones thereof and planted it with the choicest vine and built a tower in the middle of it and also made a wine press therein. And he looked that it should bring forth grapes and he brought forth wild grapes. You see, many a times the reason why hedges are broken is because of sin. You see, God wanted his vineyard to bring out good grapes. But at the end of the day, he brought out wild grapes which means that error is in the thing amen and let's see what happened and it was and now all inhabitants of jerusalem and men of judah judge i pray you between me and my vineyard so every christian or every church because when we talk about a church we are talking about the, the humanity the humans the, the believers we are the church the church is not a structure the church is the people inside the structure so, God will say that, judge between me and my vineyard. 
In other words, just between me and my people whom I have made a fence, a hedge. What could have been done more to my vineyard that I have not done in it? Why? When I looked at it, should bring forth grapes, brought it forth wild grapes. Why? Because of sin. And look at, let's look at verse 5. The Bible says, And now go to, and I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will take away the hedge thereof, and it shall be eaten up. So which means that any time there is raining, any time things are not going on well in your life, in your finances, in your business, in your marriage, in your family, there a hedge has been broken. It's either the hedge is broken or it's weakened. Amen. Amen. And he said, and break down the walls thereof, and it shall be thrown, thrown down. Amen. Amen. So as I said earlier, life is spiritual and full of hedges. So in the natural, I repeat, hedges are barriers or fences placed around grapes or vineyards, depending on the design to keep away insects. Insect means unwanted. Things, bugs, things that destroy, rodents, thieves, or birds. So spiritually, a hedge is God's, whenever we are talking about hedge in a spiritual sense, is God's walls of protection. Promise for everyone who believe, walk, and trust Him. So when we read Zechariah chapter 2, verse number 5, it says that, And I will be unto her. A war of fire run about, and I will be the glory in her midst. A war of fire. Amen. So which means that Job was, there was a war of fire. The mighty hand of God was, was with him. And Job was always doing that thing continually because he knew that through the blood, you see, the, 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 the burnt offering, which is the shedding of the blood, which is the, the typology of Jesus dying on the cross, it will fortify the hedges. That is built in a family. Amen. So let's go quickly go to the various types of hedges of life with God as a believer. Or him the, the, the hedges that we always found with people. Amen. Amen. Number one, we call it the hedge of prayer. You see, when someone begins to pray or to intercede for others to be believers or to to pray in what we call prayer of supplication for the saints is because it's not like the person knows how to pray it's because the hedge of prayer is at work and this is one of the hedges god gives to humanity amen, amen. the hedge of prayer so when you when you check job chapter 1 verse 4 to 5 you understand that what job was doing spiritually was a form of prayer that his continually act of burnt offering was always fortifying the prayer life with his family. That it could prolong a hedge, a protection with God. Amen. Amen. So we have number one, the hedge of prayer. So whenever your prayer life is down, there is a sign that something is not working the hedge is being weakened or whenever you don't pray at all it's a sign that the hedge of prayer is broken because prayer is a tool it's a spiritual tool it's a tool that's what jesus said 
everything you will lose on earth will be loose in heaven and everything you will bind so which means a prayer pro is is something that works with hedges protection amen, amen. the next one is the hedge of leadership hedge of leadership and we want to read in ezekiel the book of ezekiel chapter number 22 the book of ezekiel chapter number 22 i believe you are writing down something chapter 22 verse 30 the bible says that this is god speaking he said and i sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that i should not destroy it but i found none which means that god was looking for a leader that's why you say the hedge of leadership so whenever a country's head of leadership is broken down that is why you begin to experience the malfunction of a leader you see that that leader becomes irresponsible that leader becomes inactive when a father of a house or a family become irresponsible when the children leave wayward and they are moved away from the training of parents it means that a hedge has been broken so it's either the hedge is weakened or the hedge is broken so when you read this scripture the bible make us understand that one of us another head that god is very mindful of is the hedge of leadership see and i sought for a man among them that he should make up the hedge so which means that the man that god is looking for should be a hedge should be the hedge of leadership should lead not anyhow but should lead well because the person to have even the hedge a symbol of the hedge of leadership the first person was adam and, say, and i stand and stand in the gap so which means that when it when talk about leadership it's about standing in the gap between god and the people or the land the vineyard the family amen, amen. you say and stand in the gap before me for the land that i should not destroy it but i found none so abraham the reason why abraham was always considered as a great father is because he became the hedge of leadership towards the people of israel amen, amen. if the hedge of leadership of abraham was broken i believe isaac will not survive amen, amen. hallelujah the hedge of leadership so the reason why you see many nations going through struggles and and the people the followers because when the hedge of leadership is broken is normally the followers suffer the citizens suffer when it's weakened the citizens suffer and god he said that he's looking for a man he sought for a man among them he picked someone to lead he picked someone to be the hedge of leadership amen, amen. So we have the hedge of prayer, the hedge of leadership. The next one is the hedge of unity. Amen. Amen. The hedge of unity. Let's read Matthew chapter number 12. 
verse number 25 the hedge of unity the hedge of unity you see one thing is you understand that god is not interested about division in his creation especially the church so when we read matthew chapter 12 verse number 25 jesus says something he said and jesus knew their thoughts and said to them every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand amen so when the hedge of unity is broken or weakened there's division and whenever there is division jesus has made us understand that whenever there is division the thing that we are doing so if there, there will be division in the body of christ then it's a, it's a sign that the body of christ if care is not taken it takes miracle of god it will not stand amen, amen. so when we read verse 26 he said that and if satan cast out satan he is divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? Amen. So which means that God is interested in unity. That's why he brings the hedge of unity. So when we read the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians, chapter number four, Ephesians chapter number four, why it's so sad that you see divisions in the church in the body of christ jesus said i'll build my church and the gates of hades the the gates that that brings division in the church should not prevail i'll build my church and this is the church the church is found in ephesians chapter 4 verse number 8 but why he said when he ascended up on high he lived captivity captive and he gave gift to men verse 9 now that he ascended what is it but that he also descended first into the lowest part of the earth verse 10 and he descended in this and he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might fill all things verse 11 and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers number 12 that, that's verse 12 he said that for the perfection of saints to work for the ministry for the edifying of the body of christ so which means that whether you are an apostle whether you are a prophet whether you're evangelist whoever you are we are meant to perfect one body and it's all about the hedge of unity i define the body of christ verse 13 he said that till we all come look at this till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ unity unity so there's the reason why you see there's controversies in in in, in non Christianity is because the hedge of unity is weakened the hedge of unity is weakened that's why this one will say that I am of Apollos and this one will say I am of Paul whenever the hedge of unity is broken or is weakened you always experience spiritual immaturity in the body of christ spiritual immaturity that people rather give glory to man than god 
They, they, they don't focus what the Bible is saying anymore, but they focus on what their own natural intellect says for them to follow. Mercy on the church. The next hedge is the hedge of angelic protection. You see, angels are not just meant to be there. Angels are meant for our good. And the, the, the ministration of angels is also a hedge of what? Protection. So we say the hedge of angelic protection. And let's read the book of Psalm. Psalm 34. I believe you are writing down scriptures. And you are following. Glory to God. Psalm 34 verse number 7. The Bible says that the angel of the Lord and comes run about them that fear him and delivers them. So why should there be a hedge of angelic protection? Because the angels understood that yet though we walk in the flesh, but we do not war against the flesh. Yes. They understand that for the, for, for the, for the weapons of our warfare, they are not come about mind to God. They understand that the battle is not about flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. So the Bible said, the angel of the Lord encamps one about them that fear him and delivers them. Amen. So angels, the hedge of angelic protection. And let's quickly also read Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 1, verse number 14. So sometimes you can even be in a car and example, one time I was in a car the car supposed, you see, the way the accident came. When I when I came out even from the car safely, I was surprised. And the Lord whispered to me that is because of what the the what the hedge of angelic protection. Amen. So when we read Hebrews chapter one verse number uh, fourteen, the Bible says, "Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation?" So whenever you are saved, whenever you become born again, whenever you become a Christian, become part of Christ, you become an enemy with the kingdom of darkness. So that's why you need the hedge of angelic protection. Amen. Amen. Last but not the least is the hedge of revival. The hedge of revival is the hedge of stirring. It's the hedge of might. Amen. Amen. So when we read some. Psalm 80, verse number 14. Psalm 80, the book of Psalms. Chapter number 80, verse number 14. The Bible says something. It said that, Return, we beseech you, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and, be, and behold and visit this vine. So whenever there is a visitation, visitation, that word visitation here is revival. So that's why he said that, you see, when God visits his people, he, he, he revives them. He equips them. So when, when, when God visited Adam and Eden in the garden to empower them, when they come, they have already missed it. Amen. So that's what David said that, return in Psalm 80 verse number 14 to 15. He said that, return, we beseech you, O God of hosts, return. Look down from heaven and behold and visit this vine. 
verse 15 and the vineyard which which your right hand has planted and the branches that you have made strong for yourself amen, amen. yes that's the hedge of revival hallelujah amen. yes so these are the the the, the various hedges in life yes so if you lose any one of this hedge you are you are in trouble if you lose the hedge of prayer you cannot pray again if your hedge of prayer is weakened you see that's the reason why you can see some people who used to pray fervently but now they, their prayer life is down you see some people who used to lead well but they are not leading well anymore they are not doing it's like it's like Saul who was chosen to lead the people of Israel by later he missed it because the hedge of leadership was broken the hedge of unity that you see a man who has already married and he said now I want a divorce there's a confusion in the family there's a confusion in the church it's a sign that the hedge of unity is broken the next one is the hedge of angelic protection the reason why many people die prematurely you see when you check the bible the bible said that there was a time in acts chapter 12 that herod killed james but when he imprisoned peter the bible makes us understand that the church prayed you see they used the head of prayer and they intercede for peter and god revived the hedge of angelic protection whereby an angel came and loosed the prison amen and delivered peter instead of he also being killed just like james which means that james was killed prematurely amen, amen. hallelujah amen. and how can all these hedges of life be fortified it's only the blood the blood of jesus the blood of jesus the Bible says, unto Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, to the blood of the sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Ebiel. For, for Job to continually make bent offering to fortify his head was a prophetic sound that we need Jesus. We need the blood of Jesus. There are many people who have heard of the blood of Jesus, but they are not using it. We need to fortify everything, our business. As we read that as Job was doing this, there was a hedge that was protecting the hedge of God, protecting the life of Job, his family, and also his businesses. And you, you understand that immediately when the hedge was taken away, the enemy was, was able to attack him. There was bad news. So the reason why there's bad news in this life, wickedness is growing. It's because hedges of God that he he he, he used to, to, to cover the, the armor. The hedges are like armor. Things that protect. Amen. Amen. But I have a good news for you. That it is only the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus was shed to revive our hedge of prayer. To revive our hedge of leadership, to revive our hedge of unity and love, to revive our hedge of angelic protection, to revive, to cause a revival, to cause a revival, to cause a revival in the name of Jesus. Anyone under the sound of my voice who used to pray like never before, but now you don't pray again. You are being revived in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, you are revived from today. 
You are revived from today. You are revived from today. Leadership. Yes, from today, some of you are going to lead well. You are going to be responsible leaders. You are going to be responsible leaders by the blood of Jesus Christ. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. There is going to be revival. Some of you, you used to, you, you used to be on fire for God. But now, you are going down. But I have a good news for you. That through the blood of Jesus, today the Spirit of God made me to announce that it is time for all of us to go back and encounter the blood. It is time to always pray with the blood of Jesus. It is time to invoke the blood of Jesus in our prayer life, in, in our leadership life, in, in, in our family, in, in our churches, in, 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 in to provoke angelic protection, to cause angels to protect, to cause a revival. In the name of Jesus, I pray for anyone under the sound of my voice. By the blood of Jesus, Father, revive them. Father, revive them. Anyone on the sick bed whom the enemy want to kill because the hedge, a hedge has been broken. Father, in the name of Jesus, let that person rise up from the sick bed. And let that person be protected by the angels of God. In the name of Jesus. Anyone with wrong reports from today by the blood of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone born blind. Anyone with a blind eye eye problem. You are healed by the blood. You are healed by the blood of Jesus. Anyone with, with a deaf ears, you are healed in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. I invoke the blood of Jesus. And for anyone under the sound of my voice, I invoke the blood upon your life. I invoke the blood upon your business. I invoke your, the blood upon your family. I invoke the blood upon your movement in the name of Jesus. I invoke the blood. On any negative thing. Because the Bible makes us understand that when God created the heavens and the earth, the Bible said that he saw that it was good. It was good. From today, through the blood of Jesus, you are about to walk in goodness. You are about to walk in goodness. The message of God is going to follow you all the days of your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anyone under the sound of my voice who has been walking in darkness for a long time, through the blood of Jesus, a hedge is being provoked in your life. A hedge of light is being provoked in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are blessed. Maybe you are listening to me. You are not born again. For you to experience all these hedges and be fortified, it takes the blood of Jesus. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. You are listening to me. You are not born again. I want you to pray this prayer. Believe Jesus and pray this prayer along with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross. You have made me understand that you didn't come just to die. To save humanity but also to bring an everlasting hedge to anyone who believes walk and trust you from today i take your life i surrender myself i take you as my personal lord and savior have my have mercy on me and write my name in your precious book of life forgive me of my mistakes from today use me for your purpose in jesus mighty name amen Maybe you have been listening to us. You have been following this podcast day in and day out. 
you have been following, listening to each and every episode that comes. And you, you, you have a testimony to share. And or you also want to be in a, in a mood of sponsorship for this ministry. You want to sponsor this ministry. I want, I want you to uh, WhatsApp this line or call this line. Amen. Because I believe that some of you, you are watching us from Ghana. Some of you, you are, you are in Europe, London. Some are in US. Some are in Ireland. Some are in Singapore. Following the podcast, some are in Netherlands. Some are in Jamaica, South Africa, Nigeria so many countries yeah so maybe you are you are following us and you want to be a blessing you want to support this ministry you also have a testimony to share i want you to whatsapp or call these two lines the number is plus two three three five four eight fifty sixty four fifty four fifty six let me say it again plus two three three Five four eight six sixty four fifty four five six or plus two three three five four nine nineteen thirty three nine three plus two three three five four nine nineteen thirty three nine three. God bless you.